what's up guys i'm here with my first episode ever of blooming into that bitch and i'm so excited yet extremely nervous at the same time but that's okay because you know when you're nervous about something that just means you truly care about it so who's i'm taking a deep breath y'all i'm not gonna lie um starting this podcast took so much courage for me and just knowing that it can and will bring back some very strong feelings of emotions from just things I went through and some things that I haven't even healed from 100% but that's okay because my main focus is to just help someone else know and realize that you're not alone most importantly and you can heal from anything if you just do the work so y'all whenever I like wanted to start my podcast originally it was like back in 2019 but um obviously I just was too scared to do it like I just felt very insecure about it but the main reason why was because I felt the need to be perfect on my podcast like I didn't want to stumble over my words like I didn't want to mess up I didn't want to pause in between to like you know let the flow of things really just come through me so I can speak to you guys and one of the things too was I was just like how am I gonna talk to myself like do I need to like dress up a teddy bear or something and pretend I'm talking to it like I just couldn't grasp the fact of talking to myself it was really strange to me and so I just put it off for so long and I started to realize that I don't need to be perfect I just need to be real and raw because that's what people need and that's you know what was stopping me but I'm gonna be real and I'm gonna be raw and I might mess up I might stumble over my words but I am going to speak my truth even if my voice shakes and that's something that I have been living by for the past few years and I think it's just so important that we are willing and able and comfortable being ourselves but sometimes we just don't actually know who we truly are especially like when you become a mom and even if you're not a mom it can be really hard to find your identity outside of being a mother or outside of who people think we are and especially if we've been putting on a facade for our children or our peers around us or you know what I mean we're just scared to show people the true us the real us and that shit is exhausting like trust me I've been there it gets old and draining you know what I mean just trying to keep up with this person that you don't even love because it's not your true self it's not who you really are you're being something that you're not for the world outside of you and it's like you've been this person this fake person for so long you're pretending everything's okay when you know it's not your life's in shambles and we do this for so long that we completely lose touch with our true self and then bam that's when like depression and anxiety and feeling hopeless or like you have no place in the world or a purpose in life that's when those feelings really start seeping in And it can go on for days, for months, and even years. I mean, shit, for me, it was years. But eventually, you get tired of your own shit. And then you realize it's time to heal and stop running from those insecurities. But to deal with them head on. Because that's what it is. That's all it is. It's insecurities 
of yourself, being scared that no one will really like you, that you're unlovable, that nobody will like the real raw you. Like, for example, I'll say this. um, In my past relationships, growing up um, and with certain men that I've dealt with, they would call me names like ugly or fat or just say things that (laughs) were just crazy and you would think like, damn, like, where the fuck did you get that from? Like, why are you saying that? And they say these things so often that you actually start believing them. You actually start believing you're ugly. You actually start believing you're fat. You actually start believing that nobody will love you, that nobody's ever going to love you, that you can never be with anybody else because you're unlovable. And those feelings really set in and (laughs) they stick with you for a long time. People do the damage, but they don't have to do the work. They get to damage you, and you're left there to pick up all those broken pieces and mend your heart back together. And it leaves you broken. It really does. And it's hard to overcome those challenges, especially those mental challenges. Um, It can stop you from a lot of things in life, too. Like, you don't feel confident enough to even go to the grocery store without wearing makeup. That was me. Like... I'm a beautiful person, and I know that now, Um, but I used to not even be able to leave my house without putting foundation on. Like, I felt the need to cover something up because, in all honesty, I just felt ugly inside. I was insecure. That was it. And things that people say to you can really carry on with you into your next relationship or the next part of your life, and it can really, really hold you back. And so... I just want to say this. You are so much more than you think you are. And I know that these words can be challenging to hear. And I know that firsthand because I struggled hearing them come out of people's mouths. And even to this day, when people tell me that I'm so much more than I think I am, or I'm so capable of this and that, or when I listen to podcasts or people's YouTube videos, or even like when my kids or my spouse tell me, I just didn't believe it. In fact, I honestly just felt the exact opposite, that I was less, not more. And I really struggled with my self-esteem growing up. Like most young girls and really just people in general, I doubted my intelligence, I would question my capabilities, and I always wondered whether or not someone could love me. That was a big thing for me. I just felt so unlovable. And it was an extreme heaviness that I personally carried wherever I went. I could walk into a room with a thousand people and feel extremely anxious like falling asleep at night for me felt like a chore it was a challenge like I was just I did not feel any sort of peace within myself my nerves were always bad my mind was always on go focusing on things like my appearance how I looked my achievements and what other people thought of me all of this was defeating and to be honest It was silently killing me inside, but no one knew it because for years I put on a fake show for the world, for my family, for my friends, for my children, for my spouse. I felt like I had to or else I was weak. And God forbid the unhealed version of me, the egotistic, prideful girl that I used to be, couldn't show any sort of weakness or vulnerability. That just made me imperfect. And I didn't like that. To the world, as long as I could fake it, I was putting that band-aid over my wounds. And that was just enough for me until it wasn't anymore. (laughs) 
Oh, man. A few years ago, I was a drifter, not gonna lie. Like, like a leaf blowing in the wind. I really had no grand plan. Like, I knew what I thought I wanted in life, but I had no sense of direction. I made some extremely poor decisions that ultimately led me to some pretty fucked up situations, to be honest. And you know, the crazy part is, is I would just blame everything and everyone outside of myself. Like, even though I knew I was making those fucked up decisions, nothing was ever my fault. Like, how could it be? Duh. Like, I'm chased in. You know, that's how I felt. I was so egotistic. I never, ever wanted to hold myself accountable for my own actions or for anything at that matter. Really, I just, I had every excuse to point the finger at someone else because you know what? I just couldn't accept that every decision I made in life led me to where I was in that moment, caught up in a terrible situation. That's where I led myself. I just couldn't blame anyone else. I was already trying so hard to keep up with this act that my life was perfect when really my life was in shambles. And so I remember like this point in my life where those band-aids got ripped off. I was and had hit my version of rock bottom. One of the hardest things I feel like, well not I feel like, I know that I have ever gone through in my life was the breakup with my daughter Alina's father. My partner at that time, we were just not moving forward in a way that was beneficial for either one of us. And without getting into too much detail at this time, because that is a story for another episode. That's a whole part of my life in itself that has led me to where I am now. And it's super, super exciting that I was able to overcome all of that and escape that. Um, But at this time, we're just going to continue with... (laughs) what we were talking about. So I knew that it was time to put my self-worth over my feelings and to separate that relationship. And I'm not going to lie, it took an act of great faith to just move out on my own with my kids who were still babies at the time. I really had to trust that everything would be okay because man, at the time, it really did not feel like it. I used to cry every night when I put my kids to sleep and even in front of them sometimes. I would scream, I would question God, why me? Why am I going through this? Like, help me, help me, like begging. Because my life was not turning out the way I had planned and wanted it to. I was trying to take full control of of my life and I didn't want to have a separated family. That was something that I tried so hard not to have. But I will tell you this, A separated family is better than growing up in a toxic home. And that's also another story for a different episode. But breakups are hard, man. Like, especially toxic breakups that also involve children. They're beyond difficult. And that's actually an understatement, honestly. I just remember, like, at the time feeling shell-shocked. And I went into full panic mode that I would just never find love. Like a real love. Like a lasting love. And that was one of my biggest fears, which, you know, we're also going to discuss that in another episode, why I have the fear of not being lovable. But these fears started to creep back in that I was not lovable, especially being a single mom. And people will tell you, like, if you're in a past relationship and you have a child with them, like, I would get told 
like no one's ever gonna love you like you're coming with two kids like that's baggage like nobody wants a used up woman all of these crazy things that my ex would tell me like you're used like you got mileage nobody wants you nobody's gonna raise those kids they're never gonna find another dad Whew. that took a toll on me but I started to realize too that I was just not content in my own solitude like I did not know how to be alone I was so codependent on outside things keeping me company whether it was working seven days a week or constantly looking for love in all the wrong wrong places trying to find someone to keep me company because I was scared being alone I didn't want to be alone I didn't want to deal with whatever being alone came with and that started to become a huge problem and I knew changes needed to happen like as soon as possible and so a few things like I did I remember and it's been seven eight years almost but I remember like changing my number my phone number so that people couldn't get in contact with me unless they really really knew me and I deleted all my social media and I spend like I was spending more time alone with myself which was man it felt like years even though it was only months it was it was excruciating and challenging but I will say this it was very (laughs) eye-opening curling up with myself at night and my own personal demons oh my gosh like the feelings are coming back it was it was so real like it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do and it shouldn't have been that hard to be alone with myself (sighs) the fact that I was scared to be alone with myself was just super sad but I forced myself into healing for about six months after the breakup I really, really dove deep into my readings, spiritual scriptures. I spent more time surrounding myself with people like me or people better than me because I'm always looking to be the dumbest person in the room because I'm always trying to learn. And so I spent more time surrounding myself with a community of uplifting spiritual leaders. I prayed. Oh my gosh, did I pray? I have never prayed so much in my life. Um... But it was in a different way. It wasn't a sense of me begging God for anything. It was me talking to God, having communication, having having a a conversation with God. And I learned the importance of meditation. And it became my happy place. Because I started to realize when you pray, you're talking to God. But when you meditate, you're listening. And at this rock bottom place of my life, I started to rise back up and with that rising came trust, real trust. For the very first time in my life, I trusted that I could go through anything in life and be okay. And I see life's obstacles as challenges and I'm competitive like in challenges with myself. Like, if there's a challenge in my life, like, I want to dominate it. Like, I want to overcome it. I don't care how scared I am. Like, I look at failure as, like, hmm, like, let me just see if I can fail forward. Like, I might fail, but I'm going to keep going until I fail. I'll fail a hundred times just to overcome it and hit that success after a hundred times. That's just how I see it. And I had realized, like, damn, like, I can really bounce back from anything. I'm resilient. And... I remember like I would tell myself like I started to learn more about affirmations and I would tell myself 
chasing girl like you are lovable like you are worthy and I would talk myself up I would look at myself in the mirror and I would be like you are so much more than you think you are and you know what whoever's listening to this right now even if it's hard to hear I just want to let you know that you are so much more than you think you are you are not your circumstances or what your abusive ex or current partner said you were or the negative traits your parents constantly told you about yourself, that is not you. You are so much more. And I will say that, like, those affirmations, like, affirmations are so important. Like, everyone should be starting their day with affirmations. Do it for 21 days, and I promise your life will change. Find the affirmations that work for you. Write them on your mirror, somewhere you can see them, and say them, and believe them every day they will change your life and it's the affirmations that i said constantly that really guided me into discovering my true self and so i remember like i started like on this path to discovering my true self i started hearing the word enlightenment a lot and enlightenment was a word that i didn't really understand at the time and I started hearing how enlightenment is freedom, but still I just couldn't grasp it and I didn't really understand it. And like most people, I spent a lot of time really searching for something and not really knowing what that something actually was. Like I just, it was like I was hungry for something and like there was always just a feeling of me not having it. And For me, at first, it was acceptance that I was searching for. It was approval, a good man, and especially money. Like, I always wanted money. But when I was actually fortunate enough to get each of these things that I had on my checklist, I still felt like something was missing. Like, there was still a void. And no amount of external anything was filling it. It didn't matter. I literally could make three thousand dollars in one day and I would still feel unhappy like so I just knew that it wasn't money like it wasn't that I couldn't find a good man it wasn't that I didn't look good because I I look amazing but none of that actually filled the void none of it and I was like like what is this feeling like why can't why do I still feel empty inside Well, in time with like all the great habits I picked up, such as like reading valuable books, um, watching valuable YouTube content, not just filling my brain with bullshit all the time, I had realized that what I was seeking really had to come from the inside of me because nothing, and I mean nothing external, even the most like wonderful things that you can think of in life, Nothing external can ever, ever, ever fill this void that all of us have inside of us. And so it actually turns out that I was seeking freedom all along. And by freedom, like, I mean like the freedom for me to feel light and joyful and peaceful. The freedom to be me, to live a life that feels good and authentic to me. And most importantly, to really just pursue what I've came to see like I've come to see as my life's work which is to serve others like I truly enjoy serving other people that is my thing and I will say like my mom did that a lot growing up like 
with homeless people. She took care of them. It didn't matter if a lot of people like don't want to help homeless people because they feel like, oh, like I'm not going to give my hard-earned mo- money that I worked for so they can go buy drugs. But it's not even about that. Like at the end of the day, you're doing your part to help somebody, to serve somebody. No matter what they do with it, you're still doing your part. And that's all that matters. And it should feel good that you're doing your part. And I watched my mom do that a lot with homeless people. And I carry that today with me. And so do my children. We don't see homeless people as someone who's under us. We see them equally as somebody who just needs love, who just needs help. But anyways, back on to what I was saying. Um, I actually discovered that there was like a spiritual word for the freedom that I was seeking enlightenment and it was enlightenment that actually helped me see who I really was and y'all oh my gosh it was so much more than I could have ever imagined and the word enlightenment it seems daunting like the concept of the word enlightenment is daunting like something only achieved by the privileged or the rare like Buddha or Jesus or whatever it is that you guys believe um But it's not daunting. To be enlightened just means to be fully awake. And by awake, I mean like awake to the full flow of joy and love from within all the time. That's the place where Buddha and Jesus lived. And you and I can live from that place too, girl. I promise. Now, don't get me wrong. Most of us us probably won't get to the top of that enlightenment mountain but that's okay because simply making it to the base or getting on the path can give you a potentially massive upgrade to any and every aspect of your life this includes your career your relationships your health and even your finances like you will see that your money girl your money is gonna grow it's gonna be long (laughs) But trust me, you can experience more than you ever thought too. Enlightenment, it's about shining light on who you truly are. You see, because when the path in front of you is illuminated, you can see beyond your perceived limitations, the limitations that you set. And you can really tap into your divine power to discover that You are actually so much more than your current ideas about yourself. And again, I know that can be hard to actually grasp, but you truly are. And you'll be able to unlock your best version of yourself. And to experience enlightenment, (sighs) this is the hard part. You will need to change everything in your life for the better. Yes, change is hard, but it's necessary. You will need to change to access the power of your true self and I don't mean the anxious insecure self on social media images who is constantly comparing yourself to others and worrying that you're not good enough nope girl we're not doing that anymore we're not comparing ourselves you don't know what chapter of life somebody is in they could be in their chapter 28 and you're in your chapter one and you're sitting here comparing yourself to them No, like you guys are in two different stages of life. Y'all have two different journeys of life. You're different. Take pride in being different. That's your superpower that you are you and nobody else can ever be you. And you know what? That's like I said, that's your superpower. The real you, the you that is unbounded and has access to unlimited potential and possibilities. 
And I know some of y'all are probably wondering what exactly the true self is. And I mean, it just is what it is. The true self is a creative intelligence, stable, honest, loving, peaceful, courageous, creative intelligence that lives in each and every one of us. And this is something we call love, spirit, universal consciousness, or God. It literally is the divine part of who we are. That feeling of, ah, yeah, I can't be fucked with, even though your life is fucking... (laughs) in shambles everything's falling apart your baby just shit his diaper like for the third time your dog shit on the floor like your man ain't loving you right like your car has a flat tire you just like all the shit can be going wrong in your life but you know that feeling of zen and peace that you have through all of that when you know some everything's going wrong and all you can do is just laugh and smile like that's how you know like you really have no control over it like you just gotta like smile through the pain like that zen feeling that's an experience of your true self and what it feels like it's an acknowledgement of the divine presence within you you're a badass bitch i'm gonna say it again you are a badass bitch and an extension a creation of the most high there's no separation between you and the powerful creative force that moves through all people and creation and y'all know what's crazy most of us we don't feel very divine at all we have so many distractions especially on social media that we have truly just forgotten how to be who we really are literally we're like cruising with our eyes wide shut through life and discovering who you really are it requires a lot it's realizing you are so much more than you think you are it requires you to wake the fuck up and take full control and responsibility of your life by letting your true self inside of you take the will and i'm gonna say it straight like that and honestly you may think that developing a relationship with your true self might not be significant or even urgent at all most of us are just worried how we're gonna get this money by tomorrow (laughs) or how the hell we're gonna put gas in our cars right now with these high-ass gas prices like damn or how our partner isn't showing us enough love and i get it trust me focusing on the present everyday life is super essential however i can testify that accessing your true self is hands down the most important thing in life you'll ever do and not only will it change your life but it will literally save your life and i know this firsthand because it saved mine i'm dead ass serious I get asked questions all the time about my life, like how do I have four kids and how do you have a business with four kids and how do you like afford this and how did you heal from your toxic past and your old relationship and how do you do this? How do you balance your life? How did you even get started? How did you find a good man who, excuse me, accepted your kids as his own? Truth is guys, I'm gonna tell y'all, I did it by accessing my soul power. And once I realized that I was so much more than I thought I was, I was actually able to start creating my dream life, a life that I'm actually excited to live. And I just want to say this, even though right now it might not seem like it, soon if you do the work, put in that work, you are going to discover that you actually embody things within that give you so much power to change and create an exciting blissful epic deeply fulfilling life you just have to learn how to access these qualities because it's not about getting them 
It's not about getting any of these qualities or getting enlightenment, but it's about discovering and realizing that you are already them and allowing them to come forward into your life. And you can live your most meaningful life, the life of your dreams, by simply embracing your true self. Now, will this take work on your part? Hell yeah, fucking right it will. It's going to take a lot of work, but no more than you're probably already doing right now. Like, this isn't about being more productive or how to do more with less time. That's not what we're doing here. That's not our focus here. We're talking about doing more. excuse me sorry like see I told y'all like I was gonna mess up (laughs) but it's okay because I'm letting these thoughts flow through me but we're not talking about doing more we're talking about tapping into tapping into and using your energy to direct your life giving you that ability to really manifest and learn how to channel your energy and everything in your life will change for the better I promise you And if you're still listening, you're already doing the work. You've already gotten started just by listening to this. Like, I felt like this message was for somebody. And I just want y'all to remember that a beautiful, meaningful life is yours for the creating. A beautiful, meaningful life is yours for the creating right here, right now. You got this. I believe in you. And I am so proud of you. Thank you guys so much for listening to me today. I'm so extremely grateful that I got to share this message with you. Sending you all love and light. Deuces.